Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. here and welcome to Rantcast number nine. I'm speaking to you completely unclothed in an undisclosed location. I am buck naked in the middle of nowhere on the run. From what I don't know and toward where I haven't a clue, but I'm moving along through time and space in hopes of really rediscovering whatever it is that I have lost along the way, because it seems that certain things have gone, like my memory. (laughs) That's for sure. God, Mm -mm. you know, a big shock this week was to find out that some of my friends actually read the Wall Street Journal. They actually have subscriptions to it. A bigger shock was the fact that they sent along to me the front page of the Wall Street Journal, and I was on the front of it, a little teeny tiny picture of my head, and a discussion really of not my stock options, but the fact that uh, I was having some problems, and I am, in terms of uh, coming up with the kind of comedy that I do, because uh, my performances really is where I do my writing, because uh, you, the audience, have have been terrific to me. You have guided me from joke to joke to joke. I rely on you. And uh, you've allowed me to write in front of you. And and so basically, I was telling people, fuck, things haven't been working out. But even stranger than that, to be on the front page of the Wall Street Journal is kind of like, hey, uh, I'm not not making any money, was the fact that also with pictures of Melania and Mike Pompeo, very big pictures, from the uh, Republican National Convention, oddly enough, I believe Mike Pompeo violated the Hatch Act. Now, many of you probably don't know what that is, and a lot of people don't. One of the reasons I do being born and raised around Washington is you hear a lot of this stuff, and you you know about it. And the Hatch Act is that government employees are not supposed to participate in uh, political events of any sort uh, while on the job. 
<laughs> and he certainly was speaking at the Republican National Convention from Jerusalem. Well, I don't think much is going to happen because apparently uh, the executive branch at this point doesn't really care about the Hatch Act, and most people don't know what the Hatch Act is. So that's the way the cookie is crumbling at this point. I do know one of the places I want to get to, and that's down to the Maryland in order to get to see my mom to help her celebrate her 102nd birthday. But where she is living, uh, an assisted living situation, she is quarantined at this point, as are all the folks there due to the fact there was someone was uh, tested positive. Everyone seems to be doing fine. Only uh, when someone tests positive, they literally, everyone goes to their room. They're isolated. They don't go down into the dining area. And uh, so she's been confined to a room again. She really kind of loves that fact. She loves her room. It's given her a great deal of comfort. It's where she uh, was able to say goodbye to my dad. Oddly enough, it, uh, I've asked her from time to time, you know, don't you want to get out more? And, and seriously, even when I've seen her and had that opportunity early on when she was first kind of spending a lot of time up there, she, was, she said, no, she's genuinely happy there. And she gets a great deal of comfort. I really hope to get to see her. Um, I won't be able to go to the room, but hopefully she can come down and we can spend some time together. The last time I saw her, uh, she looked spectacular. I think of all the people I know, I mean, of all the people I know, she, she looks better since this uh, virus has hit. And I mean it. It's unbelievable. She's gotten stronger. She looks terrific. And she certainly doesn't look 102 or 101 in a week and a half. Um, and so that's the way it goes from here. I'd like to be able to say that besides being on the run that I've kind of evolved as a person that I've found some things along the way that I, that I decided, hey, you know, I've always wanted to play the oboe. Why not now? Well, that hasn't happened. And I never wanted to play the fucking oboe. Or, you know, read maybe uh, all of the great books. Mm -mm. War and Peace. I've never read War and Peace. And I, and I admit that. And I should. Now would be the time. Not, not happened. Not happened yet. No focus. No focus, no memory, nada, nada a key. <laughs> and so it goes. We are rolling this week. You will be hearing rants from Elgin, Illinois. Elgin is the home of the Elgin Community College, a really beautiful little theater that we've appeared at before. But the size of this campus for a community college is really quite something. I just, uh, I, I have not seen anything like it before. We then moved on from there to St. Louis, Missouri, to the Peabody Opera House. I like to call it the Peabody Opera House because they changed the name to the Stifle Theater, or it's the Stifle Theater, or the Stifle Stifle. Whatever it is, it's just a, a magnificent stage to work on. And finally, we hit the Taft Theater in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. It's been, uh, it was built in 1928. A lot of the theaters you find were built uh, just before the, the Great Depression, or even right at it, is that people were just depressed and said, we're going to build a theater and fuck it. We're going to sit in here and watch some movies and, or some vaudeville, and this is uh, bullshit otherwise. So uh, I do hope you enjoy uh, this trip through the Midwest. It was uh, certainly satisfying in terms of the rant. I have to say, and I will repeat it again and again, the quality of the writing I think is stunning. I, uh, I just hope that my delivery lives up to what the folks out there have given me to speak. I thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time on Raincast number 10. Take care of each other.
We're very excited. We're coming to you tonight from uh, uh, Elgin, Illinois, from Elgin Community College. We're at the Blizzard Theater there, which I think was named after the Dairy Queen product. <laughs> this is our, our my, certainly my first time in Elgin, and uh, it's, I would like to tell you about it, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't see anything. <laughs> I know that it's like an hour or so from, uh, uh, or, or a little less from, um, uh, you know, the O'Hare Airport, and uh, we're, we're not staying here the night, even though the, the idea th- seemed thrilling at the time. It is, I will tell you this, that the community college here is uh, one of the largest that I've ever seen anywhere, and so... Uh, that really is extraordinary, and I think terrific in any kind, anywhere you see an educational institution. It really is. I mean, I just haven't seen any. Apparently, uh, uh, Jeff uh, was, was telling me there are like 11,000 students here. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, 11,002. <laughs> But it's uh, it's really I mean it's huge it really is and uh, so it's it's been great and uh, it's been fun to be here and they've they've been only uh, is in and as people always say oh boy you're going to be in front of a college audience <laughs> and uh, nobody uh, nobody got upset nobody uh, went you son of a bitch I will not take this nobody went off to a tent and hid for a while it was really really a great evening. Um, because they always ask me, like, do you play colleges? I go, if they, yeah, I'd, I'd play more college if they fucking ask. Because um, I don't really, you know, because I basically expect that, you know, eventually something, I'll say something that'll really upset people. And then you go, you know, well, Tufsky Shitsky. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, if something upsets you that a comic said, you know, unless it's really like off the charts and it's, you don't go, <gasps> You fucking laugh at it. The way it was intended, and then you go, I'm a bad person, I'm a bad person. Hey, hey, Lewis, sorry, before you get started, I just want to let you know that uh, we just had some people check in from Baghdad. So I thought maybe you want to give a little shout out to Baghdad. No, did we really? Yeah, Baghdad and Nairobi just checked in. No, so. come on. Yeah, seriously. Well, they heard we were in Elgin. <laughs> For those, for those watching in, from Baghdad and Nairobi, please welcome all seven of you. Thanks. I just feel like we're some sort of a weird shortwave radio with pictures. But that's great. I've, I've been to Baghdad uh, twice, and uh, whew, good luck. I really hope... Yeah, I'm serious. I really, uh, uh, I, I really wish... Uh, the, 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 the people in charge, not the, the service people who went in there were really uh, were ex- ex- exceptional. And I've spent a lot of time there with them and uh, a lot of time. I mean, two weeks. But that's, you know, I mean, we did the I did the, the USO tours. And uh, but the, the, the folks who went over for us, the, the those service people were really extraordinary. And, uh, The ineptitude is always of those in the government, 
was is is staggering. And when that history is finally written, and it will be a book that will be literally longer than uh, six Bibles, because you'll go, holy fuck, tree holy fuck, boy, oh fuck, oh you shouldn't really, holy fuck. Um, like just that the guy it was, it was a 26 year old who redid the uh, the streets of uh, Baghdad it was redoing them and I believe it was redone uh, uh, based on the map of uh, the streets in Baltimore if I'm not mistaken and if I am fuck them <laughs> but it's close to that it's you know you know it's whatever you say whatever I say is true if whatever whatever the uh, the, the, the king shit says is true, then whatever I say is true, so fuck it. <laughs> but he did pick an American city and he'd say, this is what the, a 26-year-old, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so I hope at least that, they, uh, that it's working out the roads and all, at least. I mean, but thank you for joining us tonight from Baghdad. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I do an ad for people to come take a vacation there, but uh, uh, not yet. <laughs> This is from Elliot. Uh, I'm g- Hi, Lewis. I'm going to be at the Elgin show tonight. I'm a 17-year-old aspiring comedian and writer, uh, and I have a question. Should I write a full house spinoff called Bribery House, <laughs> where Aunt Becky and Uncle Jesse pay off colleges to get their twin sons on the, U- the USC crew team? Very good. Yep. And some of you should have laughed at that, but you'd be like, well, well I'm not going to. Watch. There may be a suit here. I'm not sure, but we've got to wait until everything clears before I can laugh at that joke. It's a good joke. Good luck with it, Elliot. You're fucked. But that's no. Just stick with it. Do it and do it and do it and do it. And thanks for uh, thanks for that. And they should have laughed more. We laughed. Jeff and I, who are professionals, went ha 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 ha. This is from Jill. She's here. I'm in I'm graduate school getting ready to start work as a social worker. What advice can you give me before I start this journey? Uh, uh, good luck. Uh, that my advice is, uh, you know, that uh, well, my, my, my feeling is, is that good for you for doing it. Because uh, my advice is, uh, you know, to... Uh, the, the, you know, you, you don't. You know, don't be upset when people think that you, you should be doing it for. You know, t- you know, you're, they're going to tell you. That, you know, you, they're, they're going to treat you like you're supposed to be Mother Teresa. That this is something you're supposed to do, and you, they should give you like ten cents, and then maybe, maybe buy you like some aspirin. If you, we, we'd love to give you a medical plan, but what we have for you is aspirin and vitamin C. Um, <laughs> I wish you nothing but the best. What you're going to see, I think, is at this point in time, is a is a safety net with a giant rip in it, and uh, and I just and I really appreciate the fact that you've gone out there and they're hopefully going to help us knit it and put it back into shape. And thanks. And, and don't be afraid to you know don't become an alcoholic, but fucking two drinks after work, fuck it. Seriously. Don't let anybody, if, you, if you're married, and what's the matter with you, go fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he 
even even my shrink when I was going through something recently, and I was saying, gee, I'm, I kind of I've been drinking like two or three glasses of wine a night, and I, but it really helps. And she said, well, better than clonopin. So there's my tip for you. Um, this is from Carla. My boyfriend never comments on my appearance when I make an extra effort to look nice. What should I do? Tell him to go fuck himself. You know, I, just if everything else he's doing is right, then fine. If that's the only thing that he misses. Or maybe tell him to have his eyes checked. Every time go, you know, maybe you should go to a doctor. Maybe you should see an eye doctor. Maybe you should go to the optometrist. That's what you should give that fucker for his birthday. You're going to give him, give him an eye exam. This is from Samantha. This is very nice, Samantha. My, bo my boss, this is, the, the, this is literally sent to me while I'm sitting backstage. Jeff isn't even on stage yet. And then Samantha says, my boss brought me to this shitty show. There was, Samantha, there was no show. You didn't fucking see anything, okay? That kind of attitude, with that attitude, you shouldn't be living here. You should, you should move immediately to New Jersey. With that kind of bitterness, you'll just have the time of your life. This is from Elizabeth. She's not here, but this is what we've been. I, I'm now going to read every night when I get them, and I do, I've started to realize I get them every single night. Uh, is, is about potholes and roads and the conditions of roads because we're we're going to fix our infrastructure uh, sometime. Um, so this is from Elizabeth. I've been watching your live rants, rants and I keep hearing everyone complain about their roads. Just to keep the record straight, Michigan has won the contest for the worst roads in the country. Our governor won the election by promising to fix the damn roads so everyone can f quit their fucking complaining. So uh, if you feel badly about your roads, take a vacation in Michigan. Um, this is from Tara. Everyone needs to lay the fuck off of millennials because it is factually proven that we are more fucked than any previous generation. <laughs> now, Tara, what I like is the courage to just make shit up. Um, I would say being born during the Great Depression, not a day at the beach. Um, I would say World War I was no fun. Uh, anybody born during the Black Plague would have a tendency to disagree with you. Okay? I mean, these are it's shitty, uh, for sure, but not, uh, not fucked more than any previous generation. I can go through all of them if you like. Um, and next time I'll bring pictures, and maybe I'll have the birds sing about it. You're more fucked than any debt-wise, environmentally, politically. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Debt, environmentally, they're fucking. In, are you shitting? In in fucking Pittsburgh, literally, until the steel industry kind of went belly up, people would walk around. Shit just came down on them every day. They were covered in soot every day. So, no, 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 no. It's shitty. 
what's shitty is that the people in charge don't know anything about the environment and think that toxic things are fun. That's fucked up. But there were shittier times when people didn't even know. They just go, oh, look, it's, it, it's, look, shit's falling on us. Debt-wise, environmentally, politically, and it was our parents and their parents who fucked us. And their parents before them, and then their parents before them. Everybody's fucking everybody. But you can look at the history of mankind as one, one generation fucking, every generation is fucking. It's a big circle of fuck-ups. Okay? I mean, seriously, that's what it is, and I'm sorry. And I've, I've talked about it. You can go watch my shit. I, I blame my generation about eight, eight, 10 years ago when a special I did. I went on for 15 minutes about how we fucking shit all over everything. So don't yell at me, God damn it. Um, no, it's a, and now they want to blame us. I don't. They, they, they don't want to blame you. They're just irritated. They just go, what are they doing? It's, they're just crazy. They're on their phones all the time. That's what they get upset with. Nobody's blaming you. Nobody, they, they don't even know, they, nobody's blaming you because they don't blame anybody for anything anymore. I'm the only one who fucking seems to blame things. And then <laughs> and people seem to come see me because, wow, whew, I can't believe he's blaming shit. <laughs> fuck that, fuck them, and fuck everyone who doesn't understand how economics actually fucking works. Well, uh, I can guarantee you that the pendulum's going to swing back and then you'll go, fuck. It was so much nicer when I was irritated. <laughs> One way out of this, Tara, and it was something I got in something recently. One way you break this kind of cycle of dealing with the nonsense, find something you really love to do and focus on it and fuck everything else. And it will change the way you look at everything. Just find that. Once you find that, none of this shit will bother you. Okay? You'll be literally... You know, you'll go, you'll go and you'll come back from doing what it is you love, and then you'll try to get some water, and it'll be mud. But you go, son of a bitch, at least I'm happy. Uh, this is from Tim. He's here. I'm a federal agent whose job relies heavily on the truth. Oh, boy. It drives me nuts that our president appears to be incapable of telling the truth. It amazes me that he's been in the only two jobs where you can get away with that. The head of your own company, a, a real estate company, or president of the United States. Well done, Tim. Thank you. Um, this is Gary. If man is created in God's image, do you think he gets up twice a night to piss? with this. This is from Scott. This came in. This is, uh, I'm reading this because we're in a, an educational institution. And, uh, and I want to thank you to the, all the teachers who are here this evening. Thank you all the folks who are actually going to school and believe in education. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'm tired of listening to people saying that education isn't important. It's, I think it's the, uh, it's the lifeblood of every civilization, and it's, the, what, it's where everything starts. So, um, <laughs> Bullshit. Why would you? Why would you allow your, you know, if, you're, if you've been lucky enough to be able to do that, it will allow you and serve you in good stead during the course of your life, if you're lucky enough to be able to do it. Now, apparently, there are people who are willing to pay $500,000 to get people into a school in which they could do it, and they don't even want to do it. <laughs> so this is Scott. I'm a worn-out teacher surrounded by assholes. <laughs> Administrators colleagues, students, you name it. And the morons in charge seem to think collecting data is the answer to turning around a shitty system. They use jargon like data-driven, when what they really mean is data collection-driven. None of these fuckers understand basic statistics, and the data priests try to force some unthinking bullshit catechism on us. And I am of little faith. It all just means to stop thinking about anything. And don't get me started on what this nonsense is doing to the little shits I teach. <laughs> Already hiding from the world in their cell phones, they're turning into anxiety-riddled, thoughtless, boring creatures. The only question they ask is, what's my grade? Like I'm some sort of fucking cashier telling them how much money they need to give me for a Snickers bar. <laughs> Then right back into their cell phones. At this point, can we really blame them? They're asked to get excited about the percentage of their classmates who are on track. Whatever the fuck that means! And they understandably retreat from the nonsense. And I have to witness this, feeling like Allen Ginsberg reciting Howl. And I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> We're fucking doomed, led by a jackass whose only tools are blame and self-pity, and it trickles down upon them. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure spending time with you. Thank you, Elgin. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Okay, we're coming to you live tonight from St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> with the Stiefel Theater. 
And uh, always a pleasure to come back to St. Louis. It's a, it's a truly great city. Um, it's got... <laughs> It's, it's the ancestral home of a good friend of mine, Kathleen Madigan. Really, a very good friend and one of America's, uh, I think America's funniest person. I just, she, I just think she's brilliant. And uh, uh, and for those of you who say, should you come here? Yeah, you should come here. And you should take a visit and take a look at that arch, which is kind of stunning. And uh, and then you should wander down to where we are, which is we're near the uh, the, the, the baseball Bush Stadium, which is the, one of the great places to watch a game. <laughs> Unlike, uh, I mean, it's Baltimore, where I'm uh, well, the team that I root for, has a great stadium. And one of the, yeah. And, and one, there's one other person who really follows them. <laughs> but we have a great stadium, but we don't have a, we don't have a team. Uh, we haven't had a team in quite a while, but you guys always, you've, you've, you've got, you know, Kathleen has always said it, and it's always, and I've always, you know, it, and I've watched it over the years. You, you have a remarkable fan base between uh, the amount of energy you put into the, the Cardinals and... And you... And you do this in, your, in the hockey, the St. Louis Blues, so... Uh... Okay, stay... Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, so Seriously, let's try to hold it in, I know. Uh, we, uh, we, uh, we've got a great crowd here tonight. It was, uh, we have a crowd, and, uh, and next door there's uh, 14 million people have gone to see Michael Bublé. Uh, yes. Yeah, we, I, this is kind of the year where I kind of wander around. Blake Shelton was next door one night, uh, and he had a gazillion people. I'm surprised the next time it'll be, I'll probably be performing in a small hut next to a monster truck rally. <laughs> so, uh... That was, <laughs> was it really? Was there a monster truck rally? Yeah, yeah, fuck, I'm surprised I wasn't booked. They said, no, we can sell 10 more tickets if he waits. No, it's, uh, no, I, I didn't hear you. So, can't you do? What? No. Oh, thank you. She and the, the lady in the back said she, she, that we love you. And, uh, and I, and I love you. Uh, and I, and I hope your I hope your St. Louis uh, I hope your St. Louis uh, the, the the school uh, the, the St. Louis St. Louis University wins tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of skipped into the tournament, so fuck them, Be beat them. I watched that game. I watched that fucking game. Billikens, right? Whatever the fuck that is. I don't even know what that is. That sounds like something you stuff a mattress with. Oh, there'll be 12 million billikins in there. You're going to love it. Your pillows have 3,000 billikins. And so let's read, let, let's go through some of these. These are great. Uh, I want to, uh, Michelle said, this is St. Louis. Louis, not a fucking thing goes on here. I thought this was a Kathleen Madigan show. Damn it. 
I lost this at May 6th or May 7th, and I, I can't fucking remember the date exactly, but we're, Kathleen and I are performing, if you're around, we're doing a benefit in Columbia, Missouri, uh, for the Thompson Autism Center. And if you're out in that direction, you may want to come see it, because it's that's, uh, that's a fun show, and it's a really good cause. Um, this is from James. This is really great, James. I mentioned this earlier tonight. This place that we're in right now, for those of you who are watching, used to be the Peabody Opera House. It was really in a great name. It was an opera house. So there was a touch of fucking class. <laughs> the place I purchased the ticket from used to be the Keel Center. Every building keeps changing owners, names, sponsors quicker than the planet changes climate. What the fuck? <laughs> I'd rather laugh at the in quotes, spring, almost autumn, not quite winter, used to be called Opera House. <laughs> and now it's just the Stiefel Theater. <laughs> um, this is from uh, Justin. How is it that you have more white people and less people of color uh, than Donald Trump? <laughs> uh, yeah, because he has a better outreach program. <laughs> I don't know how. Fucking, what do you think? I, I, how would I fucking know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I go, I have a sign, please. Uh, I want no diversity. I have no interest in diversity. I don't know. I, I fucking don't know. <laughs> I mean, if I knew, I would fucking, they'd be here, wouldn't they? But I don't know. I don't know. I don't do, I don't do social media, pro I don't do anything you're supposed to do correctly, so f fuck you. <laughs> I think he pays some of those people of color. I do. They stand behind and then they go, here, here's a check. Son of a bitch. There is that, there's a bill here that says that there, uh, the, the Missouri Senate, the Missouri Senate says that every citizen should get an AR-15. You're supposed to go buy one? Seriously? You're on your own. Go buy one. Yeah, but They're not going to tax you. What? You, you get a 75% tax benefit. 75% what? 75% of the price of the gun is available as a, as a tax benefit. So, so, so you would be required to own, everyone would be required to own at least, in, in that age group, at least one AR-15. That'd be, wow. Yeah, so then you could march on Kansas. Yeah. You can take over the whole middle of the country. I don't think anybody else has got this law, but they're not going to pass it. You fuckers are the only ones that might be crazy enough to do it. And... Um, that'd be really good to see. Oh, that's fucking unbelievable. That's just so, that's really, I, 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 you, how, how does someone like that get elected? Who did he run against? But you went, oh, he'll be better. He's the AR-15 guy. The other one said everyone should have a howitzer. <laughs> uh, 
This is from Kathy, Richmond Heights, Missouri. I'm really tired of these people that have to make some kind of noise when they walk past you in the hallway at work. It's always either a sigh, a groan, or a raspberry, something that lets you know just how oppressed they are and how hard they are working. Can't you just walk by me quietly? Do you really think I care if you're tired or overworked? Honestly, I suspect that the people that do this do less work than anyone else. They just walk around the halls making noise. This is from Shauna. Uh, I will say at the beginning, I have no advice to give you, but uh, I'm just going to read this. You can add so people around you could help you. My child is an asshole. This is Shauna's. He, he won't eat properly, climbs all over everything, beats the hell out of me, and won't take a shit, so he's constantly angry. I'm a first time mommy, and I'm losing my fucking mind. Well, this actually is. Uh, <laughs> actually, the, wait till. You know, this is only the beginning. Eventually, you wait, and then it's a teenager, and then they're talking. No, I, I really don't know. I, I, one of the ways I avoided this was by not having one. Yeah, and that kind of worked. I have imaginary children, and they're all very obedient. And at night, they actually line up, and they sing, uh, they sing songs from uh, The Sound of Music. It's quite nice. This is from Holly. When is it okay for a woman to fake an orgasm? Just before the man comes in you. Just before. So you don't end up like Shauna. Okay? You go, well, I'm fine. And then you hop away, hop into the bathroom. Before damage occurs. Before damage occurs! I'm, I'm thrilled that you could ask me that kind of a question, Holly. I've never been asked, when is it okay for a woman to fake an orgasm? If that hadn't come in with the other one, I would have been stumped. But once I had that one... This is from Sarah, worst fuck week ever. I was given a senior position of work that I didn't ask for, didn't want, no raise, duh. And they piled absolutely everything on me they possibly could without a parachute, no direction, no shots given, even if I stink. And then my asshole of a sister decided to be, this is a woman writing this, to be a cunt from the seventh circle of hell and not allow her kids to come for a visit with her ex to see our family. They haven't been to visit in over four years, the fucker. That is all. <laughs> this is from Dale. I'm tired of fucking going into a, a donut shop that advertises cream-filled donuts. It takes three fucking bites to get any cream. Bullshit. <laughs> When did everything, this is from Chad, he's here tonight. This is in the audience. A lot of you who wrote these were in the audience, which is really impressive that you fucking did that with the phone. I'm thrilled. When did everything become a goddamn hipster trend? 
Take growing a beard, for instance. Hipsters took over the greatness that is growing a beard. I've had a beard as long as I can remember, and now I get asked if I'm a hipster. No, motherfucker. I'm a man who has shaving, who, who hates shaving the hair of his goddamn baby face. And flannel shirts, they took that from me, too. <laughs> No longer are men bearded lumberjacks, but now we're grouped with hipsters. Rebel against hipsters, I say. Give them the tight pants and the sheer button-up shirts and throw in the, the Fu Manchu. Let us be men again. Gentlemanly, respectable men. Fuck hipsters and their trends. That's it. Rant over. Oh, yeah. And fuck hipsters again. <laughs> For those of you, once again, who think that you're in the deep end, you're going to love this. I don't know how this person works with the person that he's working, his boss, but this is from Scott. My boss is a conspiracy theorist. I'm not talking Bigfoot, CIA, JFK, or any of the other shit. He believes in fucking lizard people. <laughs> not only this, he believes the lizard people control the weather to ruin very specific buildings and the documents they contain. But it only gets better. He conflates religion and politics. You see, in his eyes, Trump was anointed by God. This oversprayed, tan fucked was anointed by God? Are you shitting me? We won't even get into that. I fucking can't. I just fucking can't. The lizard people are coming and going to try and convince us that aliens created us. But Trump is going to lead, by God no less, to victory against them. <laughs> Fuck you. If you believe that borderline Scientology bullshit, check yourself into the hospital. You're a danger to your fucking self. Scott? He's also a danger to you. I couldn't, this is why I couldn't work in an office. This is really, when this guy became the boss? He's got it, he, he, what is it? He, I, 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 I can't even, I won't even discuss it. That's all he gets. That's horrifying. Um, I'm going to end with this. This is Mike. Uh, Frontier Township. That's really a place? Fucking A. I guess that's where all the AR-15s are. First, first off, let me say I tried for 15 fucking minutes to get that bitch Siri to take my dictation in the car before the show so I wouldn't have to cramp up my thumbs typing this shit on my phone to no avail. First world problems, you may respond. I'd say fuck you. I don't need some Weasley, pimply jag-off at Best Buy's Geek Squad telling me that I adjusted my settings wrong and that's why it can't understand my voice. I just need the shit to work. Otherwise, don't cock-tease me by putting a feature on there that doesn't even work. Now I'm late to your show, but damn it, I'm on a roll. <laughs> but I digress. Can we all just agree I can't believe you went to this store. 
I really can't. That's so smart. And then what I'm going to read that you went to the store is so stupid. Um, can we all just agree that Lululemon <laughs> is the store that will bring about the end of Western civilization? <laughs> It's the only store I would hate fuck if it was physically possible. $90 for a pair of shorts, workout pants, the things I get swamp ass in? God damn it. If I wanted to feel bad about my self-image since I can't please 40-something women and be poor, I'd be a teacher. Oh wait, I am! Now, on top of getting harassed because I have little Johnny son of a bitch uh, and giving him in detention for constantly being on his phone in six hours, I have a six foot five former volleyball player judging me saying, I'm sorry, we just don't have XXL in that pair of overpriced shorts. <laughs> I don't own any other clothes in XXL, you idiot! How many fucked up sizing charts do you have to have before you realize before it's you, Lulu? If the whole point is to get people active and fit, if some, if fit, making, fit, make, fit, stop making people feel like shit before they even get to the goddamn starting line, you fucking assholes. I'm gonna read that again because I fucked it up. If the whole point is to get people active and fit, then stop making people feel like shit before they even get to the goddamn starting line, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm going back to the Nike store for my sportswear. Yes, they pay five, six-year-old Laotian future child brides to make the stuff, but at least it won't give me an eating disorder. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. Thanks, everybody, coming out tonight. We really appreciate it. We'll be coming to Cincinnati at the Taft Theater tomorrow night. Please join us. Write your rants. Take care of each other, okay? Have a good weekend. We're at the uh, beautiful Taft Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, coming to you live tonight. Um, Cincinnati is uh, it's one of the first cities that I actually appeared uh, and performed at a club, and it was not a comedy club, it was a jazz club, and it was, and it was called Bentley's. I don't know if anybody, yeah, it, and that's how many people came that night. No. Cincinnati is, uh, continues to grow as a city. Cincinnati is, uh, continues to uh, spruce itself up, look better and better and better. And, uh, and that, but every, everywhere I go in America, and, and of course we know that's because of the president. He's done a, a phenomenal job everywhere he goes. He's, he was down here spackling just the other day. And it's really tremendous. He uh, spent a lot of time here and uh, things have really worked out. Um, no, it's uh, um, I was the, uh, the, the, the one thing that is here that I've never understood um, is a thing, uh, is Skyline Chili. And I know. And I, and I know. These, and, and literally, it's almost as if it's some sort of a uh, cult thing. <laughs> There's something going on there. I think that those of us who come from out of town and you give us something else because there's an excitement 
that doesn't, it's misplaced. There's no other place in the country where the chili uh, is, it, you, I don't even know where you found this chili. No one ever, ever that we know of said, hey, you know who would go really well with chili? Spaghetti. There's like nine-way chili, 12-way chili, 100-way chili. You can put actually your shoes in chili. But it's, when you come here, try the chili. And you too will go, wow, I, I don't know if I could live here. Um, it's, 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 I, I do, I think it has to, I think it's part of the deal. It's like, yes, we'll all eat the chili. We've got a lot of stuff to go through, and so I'm going to get right to it. Um, as, as I read every night, and I will continue to read these, um, this is repeated in every town I go to. This is from Kevin. Goddamn potholes! Fucking fix them! <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Last night it was Michigan. Uh, is which I read last night. Michigan apparently is one worst place ever for potholes. Worst place in the United States. Everywhere. It's an infrastructure thing. It shouldn't be difficult to figure this out. Okay? Democrats and Republicans should be able to, like, figure this out. There's no political side to a road! <laughs> well, it's the right side and the left side. Ha, 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 ha! This is from Jamie. This is a summary of Cincinnati as he sees it. Welcome to Cincinnati. During your time here, you provide us with a trifecta of diversity that the city rarely sees. As someone who is spouse-free, child-free, and a Jew, you will find not many demographic cohorts here. <laughs> no. This city is overwhelmed with a bevy of married breeders who claim some brand of Catholicism <laughs> that was chosen for them at birth and they have blindly followed to this day. They marry the person they happen to be dating at high school graduation, obediently produce humans as instructed by their parents and the church, then send those grubby little tax deductions to the exact same school they attended. Well, you can see why I'm reading this. When you ask someone here, where did you go to school? Their response is their high school. Their high school, Lewis, 100% of the time. Even those with college degrees somehow see pubescent awkwardness at their as their heyday. <laughs> One of the apparent problems with this cycle is the inbreeding. Just look at the people here tonight. Do they all look related? That's because they are. There's no fluidity in this city, no mixing of ideas, skills, or genetics. Our big rivalry is the east side versus the west side. East side versus west side of Cincinnati. What's the prize? It's like curling yourself into our cesspool of a river to find the prettiest catfish. 
There are no winners in that contest. Would you like further proof of the inbreeding? This town is home to pure romance, a business that is just as creepy as it sounds. Worse still, it is family owned. A mother and her son began this, in quotes, relationship enhancement and intimacy products business. There's not enough vomit in the world to adequately express my disgust at this idea. Valentine's Day must be bigger than Christmas at their house. And let us not forget the other two legs of this awkward three-legged stool we call the tri-state area. Just south of the filthy Ohio River is Kentucky. Wow, wow, people. You may have heard that some smug high school kids made the news recently. Thanks for putting Northern Kentucky on the map, boys. Don't plan on picking up any kosher snacks around these parts. Well, this place is just as backward as you'd imagine. At least they have the decency to keep their inbreeding within a generation and court their cousins instead of their moms. Wow, wow, wow. Lastly, we have Indiana. I'd love to conclude this rant with a solid slam on this state, but frankly, only the people who live here know where it is or what's there. Occasionally, the rest of us drive that little arc of I-275 and spend four minutes in Indiana, but all we see are cornfields and fireworks stands. That's all I really need to know about the place. Lewis, I beg of you to act as an ambassador of diversity. Encourage these people to leave this city and see that there are many, many better places to live. The I Heart Cincinnati bumper sticker you may see saddens me to my core because I can only assume they've never traveled anywhere else. Because, perhaps because they don't know that our airport is in Kentucky. This is from Nikki. I want to rant about fuckers that show up to a fucking show in Cincinnati, Ohio at the last fucking minute and are sitting in the fucking middle of the fucking row. Inconsiderable fucks need to get a goddamn planner. <laughs> Fuck. Nikki, no one's buying planners. See, we got phones now, Nikki. I've, I haven't seen the word planner anywhere. That's great to just, I've, I saw that and I thought, wow, every so often I think I'm old, but that made me feel better. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. That's just so true. It's fucking, they just stand there, you get there and then they come. Uh, I, just, I just went to a Broadway show. It's the same fucking thing. 
This is from Sherry. All the hidden fees in the ticket show price, service fee, processing fee, etc. Just tell me up front what's the total price of the you know, fucking shit fuck fuck twelve year ticket. <laughs> Sherry, one thing you can do. We have one of the reasons I read this is because every so often it's important to note that we have a we have a fan club. It's called the Fuck You Fan Club. <laughs> yeah, the reason. And the reason uh, it's, it, and it's a small fan club of 12 people, obviously. And, but what it does do is it provides people with a ticket that they don't have to you know, lose their minds over. It was the one way to beat scalpers. It was the one way to, to beat Ticketmaster. It was the one way to beat everybody to the punch and so that folks are provided with really good seats without having to go through hell and back and through all of the bullshit. So, and, there's, and there is like a charge for that because we have to actually, you have to pay people to do that, but you pay that up front and then you remember for the year and then you can spend, uh, you, you know, you get uh, all of the rent is due is uh, basically all of those are um, are kept and you can go look at them. So Sherry, you if you bought it by the membership, you can go hear me quote your thing. <laughs> How good is that? You can have people come over and go, fuck you, listen to this, you fuck. Hey, Lewis. Yeah. Why don't you ask if there's any fuck you members here? I did. They they and, already responded. And where are they located? No, they. I, no, we did I know. I'm just saying they're they're down front. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of. Uh, you, you left that part. I, I kind of got, let the I let the audience realize that and let it sink in. I let their jealousy. I let the jealousy roll back through the house as they heard them and they went, oh, bastards. But they are down front, which is where the tickets are. <laughs> this is from Chris coming to your show tonight. Four women decided to jump the line in front of the parking garage and flip their car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to get into a parking garage that quickly? <laughs> and how do you flip your car in that fucking house? That's phenomenal. That, Jesus, wow. They could make money. This is Linda. Nearly every rant I've streamed, someone complains about the seat sizes. I'd just like to say, as a Kathleen Madigan, great comedian, if you don't know her, tremendous. As a Kathleen Madigan-sized individual, I'm perfectly comfortable. Three cheers for malnutrition. <laughs> wow, boy, you people are so nuts. Um, I'm, I'm, this is Nikki again, I think. This is good. I'm, I'm uh, pretty fucking confused about this. I saw a fucking juice box holder. Can people not teach their kids how to hold a fucking juice, juice box? It's bad enough these little fucks are getting a participation show, to, to trophy for fucking showing up to everything in life, which, which is like, what the fuck? But now they can't even hold a fucking juice box? This country is seriously fucked. America's never going to be great again. Fuck. Where do you see a fucking juice box? Hole? I'm glad I don't go shopping. What? Oh, wow. Yes. Very good. A callback. Free two-day shipping. Yeah, but I'm not looking for a... Who the fuck stumbles on a juice box holder? You go for juicy, I'm gonna get some, a juice box, and then it goes, oh, and you also might be interested in a juice box holder? <laughs> of course, it's Amazon. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> um, this is uh, from Logan. I'm a millennial, and for some reason, my generation is fucking stupid. 
As Gene Hackman would say, I'm surprised their brains generate enough power to move their fucking legs. We as a generation create the shittiest music, have the dumbest mindsets, and have no godforsaken common sense whatsoever. We need to be taken out back and have some sense tortured into us. Wow, wow. I say tortured because we are so goddamn stupid, beating us will have no effect. We need some uh, clockwork orange therapy for each and every one of us. Wow, if you read this, thank you for your comedy. Logan, don't be, wow, wow, Logan, wow, wow, wow. I either get people who are really upset about the way the millennials have talked about it, or I get millennials who are like just beating themselves up. Um, don't worry about it, you know, Logan. It's a, it's a bullshit category. All the categories that I've talked about this a lot, all the categories that are created. You're born from this time and this time and you're in that category, fuck you. Um, you may, you know, there's a real possibility. That's why we have people who are considered old souls. You may just be psychotic. <laughs> this is from Noah. This is a little irritating on Ohio's new driver's license. It says, with God, all things are possible. It says that on your driver's license. That and Skyline Chili. <laughs> Seriously. In the United States, it, it was a, 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 one of the things that we came here for was separation of church and state. Okay? And the thing is, um, you don't need to, you can't put that shit on a driver's license. You can't keep trying to sneak this shit in. Okay? <laughs> If you believe in God, God bless you, and it's great. And then God's going to take the heathens and just fucking, like, we're little flies, he's going to squish us. So fucking don't worry about it. You don't need to, like, do this so it'll make you fucking feel better. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help your driver's license. And I always thought... Well, initially, I always thought, boy, when they got rid of certain things, you know, we did the Lord's Prayer when I was a kid. And I said, why not do it? Because to me, it, it was always like coffee. It was like coffee when you were six. You know, we'd say it in school. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And we'd do it. And then by the time it was over, he went, fuck, I'm in school. I'm awake. That was what it was. And I always thought that wasn't so bad. And then I realized it was just a way to fucking get into to other shit. And they're bringing it back. And it's nonsense. And now we're going to have to go through a whole other series of court cases and waste a whole ton of money over something that we came here fleeing. Fleeing this kind of shit. And, and those of you who are going to church tomorrow and didn't applaud, pray for me. <laughs> pray for the heathen fuck Jew. <laughs> this is from Lisa, why don't they have bars in hospitals? Seems to me that that would be a great place for business. We have to visit friends and loved ones in hospitals who are battling dire health situations. You never know what to say or how to act. Seems to me that a bar right on a, in a hospital helps with all that and would be a hell of a moneymaker. <laughs> this is uh, Michael, uh, and he's here tonight. Uh, 
bitch about the poo pond in Afghanistan. In 2010 in Afghanistan at the USO show, I was there in the army watching your show. Uh, <laughs> fix the bathrooms. Michael, uh, you, you, you were at the 2010 show. I, we did, I did three shows, uh, did three tours of tours. I did three USO shows, three, three USO tours. And, uh, and Michael, Michael, thanks uh, for, for having, going through all of that. And, um, and, 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 um, and I just hope that we really eventually actually do something to, to give back to you for your service as opposed to saying thank you. They literally had no toilets in Afghanistan. They literally, you shit, and then they take the shit, and they dig a hole, and they drop the shit in a hole. And then when the wind came, which it did a few times, I can't imagine what it was like being a soldier there. Because it's tough enough, you're wandering around, you could die at any minute, and you go, oh, fuck, it smells like shit! This is from Craig. If you're not supposed to masturbate in them, why do they put jack-o'-lanterns on their front porch? <laughs> See, Logan, it, every generation is fucked up. <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's going out tonight searching for jack o' lanterns. Why aren't you stopping in Indianapolis, asked Jonathan. Um, because I was there in September, fuck nut. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be in Elkhart next week, so you can uh, roll on in. Uh, this is from Jim Lou. I haven't started my taxes yet. What do I do? Uh, leave the country. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get fucked. Everybody thinks you're going to get more money. You're not. So find somebody who's really good at bullshitting. Go to some turbo fuck, fuck nut HR fart like find somebody. I'm serious. Find fucking somebody who can read the goddamn thing and understands what the fuck it is and get you every fucking dime you can get because you're going to get fucked. You're going to get royally fucked. There's not a tax break coming, okay? It's not happening the way they said it's going to happen, all right? So get the fuck on it. As a matter of fact, leave now. <laughs> and I'm going to end with this because uh, they're out. This is Thomas. Uh, my wife and I are in attendance tonight in Cincinnati. And we want to thank you for helping us feel normal. We're on our first real date in almost four years. Wow, and you, you came to see me? <laughs> oh, that's, I, I, I can't even begin to. I have a postgraduate degree, and my wife has a doctorate. So it's not as if we were stupid people, but we decided to have four children. <laughs> So we probably have devalued higher education. We have a, a teenager, a 12-year-old with special needs, a toddler, and an infant. Instead of experiencing the joys of raising children in phases, we were dumb enough to experience in them simultaneously. 
When we're not at home enjoying a well-maintained and ordered household, we both manage staffs whose personalities consist of teenagers, special needs, toddlers, and infants. The older we get, we find that most of the world falls into one of these four categories. We just can't take the stupid anymore. It has become a vampire of our joy. We have become angry people, Lewis. We sound like you. You sound like us. But we, we want to. We want to thank you for helping us feel normal and that we are not alone. It's much appreciated. P.S. Here's to hoping that our infant's first word is not fuck. Thank you, Cincinnati. Thanks so much. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Ha <laughs> Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.